Hello and welcome back to This Week in the Walls podcast. My name is Miriam and I'm your host. To start us off, I'm going to start with the actual definition of education. The definition of education provided by Oxford Language is the process of receiving or giving systematic instruction, especially at a school or university. This brings us to why education is important. A person can improve communication skills by learning to read, write, talk, and listen through education. Critical thinking is developed through education. This is essential in educating someone on applying logic and decision-making and interpersonal interactions. Or, for example, increasing creativity and enhancing time management. Now, the U.S., the U.S. view. Or the U.S., not actually the U.S. view, the U.S. system. Like, you know what I'm saying? In different countries, the education system is different, but the U.S. education system, it consists of 12 years of elementary and post-secondary education before students can advance to post, oh, and secondary education. And then students can advance to post-secondary education. In the U.S., the school calendar begins in August or September. It depends on where you live and continues through May or June. And that also depends on where you live. The majority of students begin school in the fall. According to the Pew Research Center, Americans see value in higher education, whether they graduated from college or not. Most would say a college degree is important, if not essential in helping a young person succeed in the world. And college graduates themselves say their their degree helped them grow and develop the skills they needed for the work. Shall we take China as an example of a country that's different from the U.S. when it comes to education? The Chinese educational structure provides six years of primary school and then three years of lower secondary school and then upper secondary school and then four years of university curriculum. So there's a Chinese method, a Chinese theory. So according to this Chinese theory, learning occurs best when information is retained through note-taking and repetition for them to prepare and deliver lectures that are jam-packed with material to students. And I can say, watching videos on this, I can say this is something America needs to put into this. And it's going to be surprising the next thing I tell you. But I'm going to say that their lectures are fully jam-packed like i'm watching videos of this on youtube online i'm like this is why i picked the chinese method because it's really like these students are learning it's jam-packed but here's this catch students only take it in in silence and i'm not saying that american schools don't do this because it i feel like in america it depends on the teacher the teacher is the one that decides, like, do I want to make my class, like, not use groups today? So I'm I'm thinking the Chinese theory, that would mean that if they're only taking it in a silence, that means they probably don't do small groups, like stuff that we do at school here. Or, like, group stuff, project-based learning and stuff like that. Probably not. But in the U.S., it really, I feel like it depends on the teacher. It depends on how the teacher believes, you know? The teachers or, like, the state education, like, that's just how it would work. But here, everybody's taking it in silence. The teachers are using a systematic method. I think it's smart. 
And that's something needs to be implemented over here. It's definitely working for them. You can see they have, and it's working. Let's just say the teachers, they're, they're smart. They're teaching good. It's jam-packed with this material. Let me just say that. So, how I like it, you know? Now, let's move on to the impact of education. I feel like this is the most important topic I'm going to talk about this whole podcast episode. Societies all around the world have experienced an acceleration of economic and technological transformation since the middle of the 20th century. Its impact on the workplace has had an enormous effect on the demands placed on the educational system to prepare students for the workforce. 21st century talents are a set of essential higher level abilities, learning attitudes, and skills that business leaders, researchers, educators, and government organizations have identified as necessary for success in 21st century companies and society, really. So, education provides students with the space and opportunities to meet like-minded individuals. That's really, like, one of the most important things. And this can be either on a peer or mentor basis. In school, students meet leaders in their field and top professionals and make contact through extracurricular activities as well. Obtaining a degree of any kind, whether from higher education or a high school diploma, that is an achievement. And like that's an achievement. Students who graduate experience a great sense of accomplishment and gain the self-assurance they need to go out into the world and succeed. Individuals who have had education have individuals who have had an education have faced greater challenges and thrived as a result. They are skilled at time management, talent management, and productivity. Students can take that productive energy into the workforce after they graduate. Now, to end this episode, I would like to say that education benefits not just you personally in terms of money, career growth, skill development, and employment prospects, but it also benefits your community, society, community and society higher levels of education completed and educational achievement are associated with healthier more economically stable less violent and more egalitarian societies or democratic societies you know so i'd like to say thanks for listening i would love to hear your feedback and what you thought of this episode you can rate it Um, I will see you in the next episode. I hope you learned something new this week in the world. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.